Hey guys, welcome back to Befriending Jesus. I'm your host, Adiniola Alamide. If you're new here, I congratulate you and I welcome you to the very voice of God. Today's topic is love is the greatest. <laughs> this topic here is something that God wants to minister to you about. Because love, sincerely, is a very fast topic and God is love and since God is unending and we cannot fully understand him love is something that we get to understand and get to know more and more I don't think we can ever extinguish our knowledge of love because his love for us is even as high as the heavens are to the earth so basically we're talking about love how love is the greatest so we're going to be doing a kind of bible study we're going to be going through first corinthians 13 all of first corinthians 13 um so yes i'd love you to get your bible beside you and let's read the verses together my voice can be i don't know <laughs> i recently got a new mic it was my birthday and my friends gifted me a mic and so i'm so excited so if i sound a bit different well you know why okay so i'd love you to open your bible to first corinthians 13 we're going to be reading verse 1 to 3 i'm using the tpt version and yes we're using the tpt version today so yes i read verse 1 if i were to speak with eloquence in earth's many languages and in the heavenly tongues of angels yet i didn't express myself with love my words would be reduced to the hollow sound of nothing more than a clanging symbol verse 2 and if i were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of god's hidden secrets and if i possessed unending supernatural knowledge and if i had the greatest gift of faith that could move mountains but have never learned to love then i am nothing verse 3 and if i were to be so generous as to give away everything i owned to feed the poor and to offer my body to be burned as a martyr without the pure motive of love i would gain nothing of value <laughs> okay what this um verse one to three is literally saying with the understanding with the holy spirit it's saying that there are so many things that we humans we christians tend to do in our spiritual life we base our spirituality on the things we do we base our spirituality on works alone but what god is trying to tell us here is that if you do all these things without having love in your mind at the back of your mind if your pure motive for wanting all these things or for doing all these things isn't love then i tell you that everything you do is a waste of time if you can prophesy if you can speak in tongues if you have the gifts of singing if you can if you have wisdom beyond all things if you know god's hidden secrets you know the bible verses from beginning to the end and you don't have love you don't have love for people you don't have love from god you haven't experienced the love of god you are not rooted in god's love then i tell you that every single thing you have will amount to nothing our spirituality is based on how much we have experienced god's love not our works 
not our efforts, not our achievements, not anything we do in the flesh, but your spirituality, the essence of your very being, everything you will do on earth matters only when you do it from the pure motive of love. So what God is saying here is that if you have love, then all these things can amount to something. So I would I want to give us some verses that um, accentuates this First Corinthians 13, 1 to 3. I want us to go to First John 4, 19 to 21. Let's read the verse together. It says, Our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. Anyone can say, I love God yet have hatred towards another believer. This makes him a phony. A phony is a pretentious person. Because if you don't love a brother or sister whom you can see, how can you truly love God whom you can't see? For he has given us this command, whoever loves God must also demonstrate love to others. So your spirituality is in the love of God and for you to even say you love God for you to say you have experienced that love is if you demonstrate love to others because if you don't demonstrate love to other people if you cannot even testify that you love them how then can you say that you truly love God that you cannot see do you understand the expression of yourself the expression of the love you have for God shows in how much you love other people so God is saying if you love him if you are in him you have to show the same love to other people it has to be shown to other people so I want us to go to another Bible verse that accentuates this love that we are meant to show and carry in our Christian walk now open your Bible to Matthew 7 21 to 23 yes it's the TBT version we're using TBT today I might mix into other um, versions but I want to use TBT today so please open your Bible to Matthew 7 21 to 23 I read it says not everyone who says to me Lord Lord will enter into heaven's kingdom it is only those who persist in doing the will of my heavenly father verse 22 on the day of judgment many will say to me lord lord don't you remember us didn't we prophesy or preach in your name didn't we cast out demons and do many miracles in your name i want you to take note of this they are saying didn't we that is did we not do these things did we not cast out demons lord did we not do these miracles lord did we not heal your people and then verse 23 god will say but i will have to say to them go away from me you lawless rebels i've never been joined to you god is saying i have never been joined to you first of all i want to go back to the words they said they said did we not do this meaning they based their spirituality on the things they did they based their spirituality on works on efforts on achievements on the things they did but what did god say he said get away from me you lawless rebels i have never been joined to you 
what did God mean by saying I have never been joined to you? What he was saying is, I have never had you in my love. You never abided in me. There's a Bible verse that says, abide in me and I in you and you will bear much fruits. What are the fruits of the spirits? We know them, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, patience, faithfulness, self-control. These fruits are the fruits that are meant to show in the lives of a believer. And you can only bear these fruits if you abide in God. In the previous episode, we talked about the fruits of the spirits and we said that the fruits of the spirits is love. And every other thing, peace, joy, faithfulness, goodness, everything is embedded in love so the more you experience and you abide yourself in god's love the more you bear all these fruits and that is why love is the greatest because it is in love you get to exhibit every other fruit of the spirit and now god is saying here to them that i have never been joined to you you have never stayed in my love you have never abided in me and you don't bear all these fruits and if you don't bear the fruits of the spirits you would eventually have the nature of the flesh which is anger which is envy which is lust which is greed and all these things will lead you to sin so i tell you that yes even if you have the anointing to cast out demons even if you have the anointing to do many miracles even if you have the gifts of wisdom if you have all these things but you have not abided in the love of God for you to bear fruits and for you to have his nature in you I tell you that everything will be a waste of time now I want us to move to another Bible verse 1 John 4 8 it's also the TPT version First John 4 8 please get your Bible and let's move with the Holy Spirit as he teaches us on love I read it says the one who doesn't love has yet to know God for God is love what this is saying is that <laughs> if you claim to know God you have to have love so I tell you that if you don't have love if every single thing you do on earth for God is not from a basis of love, then you don't know God because God is love. <laughs> you have to have love before you even focus on any other thing. Before you say you want to, to <laughs> how do I put this now? Like everyone is so hungry for power. Everyone is so hungry to have dominion. Yes, these things are natural. These things are meant to be. But... Are you doing it for your selfish desires? Are you doing it because you want the fame that comes from it? Are you doing it because you are greedy? You want money from it? Are you doing it because you lost after something? You have to have love to first acquire these things. It is from love that you are able to do these things. We don't work. It's not a legalism. So we're not practicing legalism. We are practicing a relationship. It's a devotion. It's not a business. <laughs> so I tell you that for you to claim that you know God, you have to have love first. You have to have his love. You have to abide in him. You have to stay in his presence. You have to experience his love. You have to be embedded in his love. You have to bear every single fruit. And then from these fruits enables you to serve, enables you to heal the sick with love, enables you to preach with love, enables you to cast out demons with love. That 
is when all the things you will do for God will matter. Now, I'm going to another Bible verse that I want you guys to take note of. It's 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1. And I'm using NLT this time. Yes, NLT. I read it says, Let love be your highest goal. But you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially the Spirit to prophesy. So what what God is saying here is that, let love be your highest goal. But you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives. So yes, you can desire the gifts of healing. You can desire the gifts of wisdom. You can desire the gift to to what other gifts are there? there are so many gifts the holy spirit gives you can desire these things power dominion gifts every single thing is so good but i tell you let love be your highest goal there's no use having all these things if you don't have love because it is from love we are meant to do these things god is love so we're meant to pursue god we're meant to have god in his love we're meant to have him in love before we even desire these things so let love be your highest goal if you want to have all these gifts first have the motive of love i want to heal people so they experience god's love in healing i want to preach to people so they experience god's love in his words i want to do everything because i want to experience i want to share the love of god to others so first corinthians 14 verse 1 is saying let love be your highest goal but you can also desire the special abilities the spirit gives so before you desire anything first desire the love of god in your life now the second thing i want us to take note of today is love is linked to the two greatest commandments that god has given it says love the lord your god we all know (laughs) god i'm sorry we all know these two verses first one is um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind all your strength and the second one is likewise to it it says love others as yourself I don't know if you love yourself I don't know but we all love ourselves we all care for ourselves imagine loving someone the same way you love yourself I don't know at times I think about this loving someone the way I love myself I love myself <laughs> at times I when it comes to okay let me use an example i am very hungry and then i see god telling me to give someone food and then i'm like no i'm hungry but then i remember he says love others as yourself and then i put myself in that person's situation i'm like i am hungry this person is also hungry if this person were me and i were this person wouldn't i want to give the person food i don't know how to put it but like if you love someone as yourself it's just like saying you are looking at yourself because you wouldn't want to see yourself hungry you shouldn't also want to see someone else go hungry do you understand so i'm just saying that love in general this love of god that we are meant to exhibit is embedded is linked to these two great commandments love god with all your heart all your soul all your mind and all your strength and love others as yourself so i want us to be going to um first corinthians 13 4 to 8 we just finished reading um first corinthians 13 1 to 3 so we're going to be reading first corinthians 13 4 to 8 this is like a manual on these two great commandments that god has given us verse 4 says 
Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. You see, this First um, Corinthians thirteen forty-eight. It shows us how we can love others, how the love we have for others is meant to be, and how the love we are meant to have for God is also meant to be. So, verse four says, "Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous. It is not boastful. It is not proud." The love we should have for other people is a love that is patient, a love that is kind, a love that is not jealous, <laughs> a love that is not boastful, and a love that is not proud. Verse 5 says, a love that is not rude. <laughs> if you are rude, well, okay, we're learning. So a love that is not rude. It does not demand its own way. I love this part because this part talks on the love for God. A love, the love you are meant to have doesn't demand its own way meaning it is self it is selfless it is not about you it is about god and god's heart is in his people so it's basically a selfless love a love that is ready to pour out itself doesn't care about your own fleshly desires your own selfish desires it is a love that is outpouring a love for god giving up your flesh carrying your cross and following jesus this love shows the love that we are meant to have for god a selfless love not a selfish love it does not demand its own way it is not irritable and it keeps no records of being wrong of being wronged this means <laughs> you you are always having a clean slate the same way god gives us a clean slate it's the same way you should give a clean slate to other people so this love is not irritable it keeps no record of being wrong verse 6 says it does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out verse 7 love never gives up it never loses faith it is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance it always endures through every circumstance i like this because at times we we christians we face trials we face persecutions but god is saying the love you should have for people is a love that endures i tell you that it's not this love is not you know it's not that the love is accustomed to loving people that love you you're also meant to love people that don't love you you're meant to love people that hate the hell out of you <laughs> i tell you you're meant to love people that even don't love you and God is saying here in verse 7 that this love is a love that endures through every circumstance. So if they spit on you, if they backbite on you, if they say horrible things to you, the love you are meant to carry that comes from abiding in God, that love will enable you to endure through every circumstance. Verse 8 says, Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Prophecy, speaking in unknown languages, all these things that we are meant to exhibit here on earth, everything will become useless in the interim because we're not going to be healing in heaven. <laughs> we're not going to be preaching in heaven. It's love that is going to be bestowed and experienced in heaven and god is saying that even on earth while you do these things that you are meant to do as a christian let love be your highest goal because all these things will fade away but love all you did for love 
is what will last forever. So right now we are moving on to 1 Corinthians 9 to 13. Yes, we just finished um, 4 to 8. So we're going to verse 9 to 13. I really hope that you all are listening and you are learning because the Holy Spirit is really going in depth letting us know this love that is the greatest now verse 9 I read it says I'm using the TBT version this time yes verse 9 says our present knowledge and our prophecies are but partial verse 10 but when love's perfection arrives the partial will fade away it says our present knowledge and our prophecies are but partial but when love's perfection arrives the partial will fade away this means all the gifts all the knowledge all the healing every single thing are partial but when love's perfection arrives when jesus comes when everything that was meant to happen comes to be all these things will fade away verse 11 says when i was a child I spoke about childish matters for I saw things like a child and reasoned like a child but the day came when I matured and I set my childish things away okay this the way the Holy Spirit is ministering this means it says when I was a child I spoke about childish matters for I saw things like a child and reasoned like a child this is just saying that like when you start your life as a christian when you just become born as a christian you haven't really experienced anything you haven't really experienced the love of god you are just you have surrendered your life so now is now that you are meant to experience the love of god so yes there are things that you would still have in you there are certain characters that you will still have embedded in you and that is why we are meant to now stay in the love of god abiding in him through scripture through prayer through you know experiencing his presence in the church and in the garden of believers when we do all these things and we are rooted in his love the day will come when we are matured and we set aside the childish ways so what this is saying is that you haven't really experienced god's love like that when you just give your life to christ or when you are in that process of getting to know him so you still have childish ways and these childish ways are what the things of the world you still have desires to lie you still have desires to steal you might still have desires to to want to to do the things of the world so what are you meant to do you are meant to be rooted in god's word the bible says that you should desire the sincere milk of the word as a child you are meant to take milk basically and the milk is what the word and that is what enables you to mature and how do you mature you mature in love the more you put yourself and abide yourself in the love of god the more you are matured and these childish things are set away now matured in the sense by you are able to bear the fruits of the spirit like i said before god says abide in him and he in you and you will bear much fruit and like i said that it is in love that all these fruits are embedded so as a child as a child of god for you to be a son for you to be grown you are to mature in the love of god by staying in him by reading his word by praying by 
doing everything you can to grow and it is in this love that you mature and you bear the fruits that will set aside all these childish um, sinful desires that may still be in you in the flesh now verse 12 says for now we see but a faint reflection of riddles and mysteries as though reflected in a mirror but one day we will see face to face my understanding is incomplete now but one day I will understand everything just as everything about me has been fully understood what this place is saying is that um, we only have a faint reflection of who we are meant to be we only have a faint view of who God wants us to be our understanding is incomplete now but one day we will see face to face one day we will understand everything just as everything about us has been fully understood what it's saying is that God already knows everything about us God already has the version of us that he wants us to be like but we ourselves we don't understand this we don't know that version that God wants us to be in but we will understand this when we see face to face we only have little riddles little mysteries but we will understand all this as we see face to face you know there's this bible verse that says um as we behold him like a mirror like into a mirror we are transformed into his version into his from glory to glory i i, I don't know what verse that is but as we behold him it's like a reflection in the mirror we are transformed into yes we are transformed into his glorious image sorry i forgot in that verse but what it's saying is that we are made in the image of god and so who we are meant to be it's in god and the more we behold god face to face is like seeing him in that mirror and the more we look at him the more we are transformed into his glorious image our understanding of who we are meant to be now is very faint but to know and to be that version that god has designed for you is when you behold him face to face and how do you do that by looking into his word by seeking him by seeking his face by standing there in that mirror watching him till you become just like him staying in his presence reading your bible praying going to church hearing from him all these things is looking at god face to face and the more you see him in that mirror the more you see yourself and the more you get to understand who you are meant to be because the person you are meant to be is directly in front of you you get to understand him you get to stay in his love you get transformed verse 13 now says until then there are three things that remain faith hope and love yet love surpasses them all so above all else let love be the beautiful price for which you run three things will remain in this world faith in jesus faith in general hope and love but i tell you god is love the very essence of the being of god is love and because we are created in his image the very essence of our being the very purpose 
who we are is love so above all else above the gifts above the insatiable desires for power above every single thing we might do in this world let love be the beautiful price for which you run because you are love you yourself you are love and so you should be in love you are created in the image of god and god is love and because you are in his image for you to be like him for you to have the fruits that make you a son that makes you a son is how much you have stayed how much you have his love you can't claim to know god without love you can't claim to do all these things without love so please dear brethren dear friend it is good to desire the gifts of the spirit it is good to have the power that comes from god it is good to have dominion in this earth it is what we are meant to do what's primary to that have the love of god because all these things will fade away and if you do all these things without the motive of love in you without being spiritually mature without having these fruits of the spirit if you heal people and you still steal if you heal people and you can still lie if you heal people and you still curse then i tell you that it's all a waste of time and how do you stop these things how do you express and showcase these gifts and still show and stand in god's presence and say lord yes i did these things is if you have love i'm not saying that you can don't hear what i'm not saying i'm not saying that you shouldn't do these things but have love have the love of god it is this love that will transform you and make you the version that is god have the love of god and i pray that god reveals himself to you more and more i pray you experience his love and i pray that at the end when his glorious face is revealed to us when we see him face to face i pray that the words that comes from his mouth to you will be well done my good and faithful servant there is this song that i heard today by don moen it's a very beautiful song it says when it's all oh sorry i didn't even say the title the name of the song is when it's all been said and done by don moen you should listen to it it's ministered to me today i literally cried i'm not saying i cried because i want you to i cried because it touched my heart me myself i was impacted i asked myself lord i hope that all these things i do for you is from a point of love i don't want to do all these things to feel spiritual i don't want to pursue a sense of spirituality to showcase to people that okay i am serving god no i want to love you and from this love comes service but love first i hope when i'm preaching to people lord i have your love i hope when i'm praying for people i have your love that is what truly matters the song says there's a lyric in the song that says when it's all been said and done all my treasures will mean nothing only what i've done for love's reward will stand the test of time 
I'll play this song here for you guys to hear it. But I want you to also hear it yourself. It's a three minute song and it's, it's not long so you can spend your time listening to it over and over again. When it's all been said and done, when everything has been said, when all has been done, all my treasures, everything I acquired on earth will mean nothing. But only what I've done for love's reward will stand the test of time. 1 Corinthians 3.13, I'm reading the NIV version. It says, Their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. At the end of the day, the fire of the Lord will test the works you have done. But I tell you that the quality of the work you do will only matter how much love you carried through with it. Only what you do for love's reward will stand the test of time you spend here on earth. So I hope that with these few words that has been spoken today, I hope that you think back, sit down, and go through everything you have ever done and you will ever do. Ask yourself, do I have the love of God at the back of my mind? Am I exhibiting the fruits of the Spirit? The fruits of the Spirit is just a manual. It's a template to show how much we have stayed in God's love. For you to know that you are experiencing this love and you have this love, check yourself with the fruits of the Spirit. Because it is in love that you exhibit these things. So ask yourself, do you have joy? Do I have peace? Am I patient? Am I good? Am I kind? Am I able to have self-control? When you self-examine all these things to yourself, when you, you self-examine yourself, you are able to know how much you have spent in God's love. And this is really what matters. So please, spend time building yourself in the love of God. And every other thing you are meant to do will come along with it. And then, your works, your gifts, and everything God has given you to exhibit will truly matter. If you have any questions, there will be a question box after this episode to ask your various questions. And I will surely answer them in a special episode for questions and answers. Dear friend, I pray for you now that these words you have heard won't leave your hearts. But it will grow forth in you and bear much truth in Jesus' name. My whole life before I gave my life to Christ was a total wreck. <laughs> if he can change me, he can change you too. If you want to give and surrender your life to Jesus Christ, I just want you to say these words sincerely with me as we round up today's episode oh lord jesus i need you i acknowledge that i am a sinner due to the fleshly birth i have been brought into and i can't live a true holy life with god without you i confess all my sins to you with all my heart. I want to give you a few seconds to state your sins to him inwardly. Pause this 
and place when you are done. Lord Jesus, now I lay down my life and accept yours through the Holy Spirit. I receive you. Come into me, Lord, and be my personal Lord and Savior to continually guide me and ultimately save me from death as I obey and do your word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, friend. For in Jesus' mighty name I have prayed. Amen. Yay! (laughs) I thank the almighty God for your sweet, sweet life. Dear friend, you are now a child of God and are qualified to the inheritance of the kingdom of heaven. You have the life of Christ in you. You have the spirit of God in you. And you have the word of God, that powerful word, living inside of you. You have life abundantly and you will never die spiritually. Even if the flesh is gone, you will always be with him in heaven. Keep on with his word as he continues to guide you. I have a Bible verse for you. Psalms 119 verse 105. It says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. This means guidance and direction. Now that you have the life of Christ in you, you have to have his word and learn his word. I want you to meditate on that verse as we come to the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And I would see you in the next episode. It would be a great honor. Come and listen to the word of God. Jesus is waiting for you. Goodbye. When it's all been said and done There is just one thing that matters Did I do my best to live for true? Did I live my life for you? When it's all been said and done My treasures will mean nothing Only what I've done for love's reward Will stand the test of time
You're my life when the 